You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Feliz Navidad, everybody. I'm Maslin Hunjavani, joined by senior recruiting analyst for WarChant.com, Michael Langson. Thanks for being here. It is a WarChant.com recruiting chat with Michael Langson. We appreciate you being here again, as I said. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's totally free. You can get notifications sent to you, your phone, iPad, tablet, laptop, desktop. You'll know about these well in advance, so you can schedule your entire day around them. I was able to do so because I knew it was coming earlier in the day. Michael, how are you, man? What else should people do to show some love to the chant? I'm fantastic, guys. I'm 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 excited. This is go time. This is uh earn your check time for me. Uh I love this. Um state champs, by the way. Uh has a nice ring to it. Um certainly uh I'm excited. Uh it's gonna be really busy as people have already seen uh with our transfer portal updates. Uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of guys jumping in. I think it's gonna be really chaotic on december 5th so i'm excited man i'm jacked about this uh it's gonna be a fun time that's right that is right <clears throat> we're not gonna answer this question we're just gonna put it on the screen because it's funny uh our guy kevin johnson if neon <laughs> ends up at usf how can we use him as a double agent to pluck recruits away from florida and miami and leave us alone uh we'll see how that goes how about this one though mike let's start off with this one okay Dave luck chances jordan hall do we have them do we have the resources to compete with Georgia for him, do you think, Michael? They do. They do. Actually, I've heard FSU's might be a little bit higher uh, as far as uh, NIL with with him or coveted or whatever way you want to use it. So I definitely think uh, that way they're going to be competitive. I still think it's going to be tough because Georgia's number one, number one team in the nation. They do a good job with defensive tackles. Uh, Certainly, uh, that'll be a tough pull. But uh, the main thing is setting up the official visit. I think FSU is working hard on that. Um, uh, obviously, they're going to go see him early December to try to iron out a, an official visit, uh, You know, lock him in. He was here uh, for the Florida game, uh, came in there. We mentioned this kind of last week that the LSU on three-sided told us like uh, that you know Jordan was going to visit FSU next. He really likes Odell. He really he, that's his first offer, so that's certainly they're 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 certainly the sentimental favorite of as far as how they feel in his heart. Certainly, uh, Chad Simmons did a story too. It sounded like kind of he wasn't going to throw them in there, but I, I I think behind the scenes, I think FSU is still very much in the picture. But I would, if I was picking a school, I would pick Georgia as of today. All right, well, can't have them all, but good to know that they're in the mix for a guy like that with that sort of talent. Yep. Um, I don't know. Is this true? Jimmy Ryan says portal visits start tomorrow. I mean, portal, no portal visits can start for FC, FCS guys or okay. postgraduate guys. Yeah. Uh, they can start uh, if they want to do visits. They can still do that. Obviously, guys for this uh, at the FBS level that starts on December fifth, so they could start. Um, you know, they could kind of start from there and, and go from there. But I don't think uh, any FBS guys can do visits unless they're like a uh, you know postgraduate guy. Something like that. Yes, yeah. Sounds right. December yeah. 5th, it all starts there, champ. Yeah. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I did ask Mike Norvell about that after practice today. Just like, so like, what can he do? I mean, because all these guys are announcing they're going in the portal, but like, yeah. can't do anything really until December 5th. And he's like, yeah, man, like, we know. <laughs> we see we see these guys. We're aware of it. And then I think Adam Fuller even went kind of a little bit further to talk about 
Like, you know, there's back channels where you find out right. guys aren't happy at certain places. And right. uh, they talk to their high school coach. High school coach talks to the, the new college coach. Like, hey, man, but dude's not happy at his place, you know, make it worth his while. So right. are you are, are you emotionally prepared, Michael? Not emotionally, you're good. But like, are you are you ready for, I mean, I don't know. Like, are, are we, is it going to be like Midnight Madness Part 2? Are we going to have to stay up till 11.59 p.m. and then let the clock hit midnight on December 5th and like it's going to be warp speed? Hey, I'm down for a, a midnight thing. I don't care. Uh, I'll do whatever. But I, I, I mean, I think it'll, it'll, you'll see a lot more. I mean, we already seen that. Like every ten minutes, it seems like somebody's announcing that they're going to go into the portal, uh, but they can't officially go in from the FDS level until the fifth. So I think it'll be a chaotic. Uh, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll move fast because I think there's a lot of guys that FSU probably feels like is going to go in there that they kind of have their eyes on. Uh, potentially they go in. So I think they're kind of, they have a plan expected as far as what they're going to do. I would say running back quarterback are the only positions that I think uh, are, are kind of, I don't expect anything from FSU there. I think everything else is open for business of every other position, but I would say those two positions, I feel like FSU is not going to, I don't think there's, there's any, uh, any movement unless, like I've said last week, unless somebody leaves uh, from, either position, but I'm not anticipating that at this point. Yeah, there's your there's your answer, Buck Squad. Likelihood of Jordan Travis leaving. If they're yeah. if Michael doesn't think they're going in the portal, unless somebody else leaves, I I, I don't think, you know, yeah. it's Jordan that's gonna leave. Like why would you uh, he's not gonna transfer. If he leaves, he's he's going to the big place. Um, right. but maybe somebody doesn't want to sit behind him for another year. We'll see how right. that shoots out and then right. how they'll have to react. Uh, our guy Kyle get down or lay down was asking about this guy Damian George, uh, Alabama offensive tackle. Thoughts? I guess he just jumped in today. I think he jumped in a couple of days ago, or just mentioned that he was going there. Obviously, he okay. can't jump in until December fifth, but he's not a name I've heard uh, with FSU yet. I haven't heard any scuttlebutt or interest or pushing or, or anything to that level of of him. I mentioned some guys. Uh, on the uh, transfer portal uh, update for people that want to follow it. Like I put any guys from the second that they're in there. Um, he's not one that I've heard as far as a name that they're uh, either planning actively to produce or, or that I hear his name brought up on my FSU circles. I haven't heard that yet. All right. There is a thread PRB premium recruiting board, warchant.com. If you yep. go to it, Michael's got it all pinned to the top. You can't miss yep. it. You should uh, certainly uh, check it out. Uh, our guy, Derek, XDQ004, in some circles he's known as. Um, is this name in the thread, Michael? Duke transfer Tony Davis? He's not in my uh, – that I've heard yet. Um, obviously, I like when people mention names because it, it helps me. I can kind of check with my FSU contacts. Obviously, that's another name I will check on. But I have not heard uh, of Tony Davis yet uh, as far as in my circles. Okay. All right. Oh, let's get this party started, man. Let's go. Rise here. Let's <laughs> go, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Love you, Ray. The dungeon. The dungeon, man. Yeah. Dungeon. The dungeon squad. Yeah. Um, Ray, thank you so much, man. Uh, you're the best. He's a pillar. His name is on this. It's etched on this piece of granite that's on my uh, little console table here. You're the man, Ray. We love you. We appreciate you. Hey, Michael and Aslan, do we have committed or are pursuing an offensive lineman or defensive lineman recruit who has a mean streak, nasty, a dungeon-loving attitude? <laughs> we could use one or two. Go Norvell and go Knowles. I think there will be. Uh, I think there will be a, in that area. We've covered a few of them on my portal updates, but there's still several guys I'm waiting on calls from that, that fit that criteria, Ray. Um, certainly mean and nasty. So I think um, the main thing I've done with the portal stuff is I don't address guys unless they're in there or, or they've announced that they plan to be in there. I mainly focused on guys that are in there or, or, or are planning to be in there. Uh, I don't think it really does anybody's service. If I just mention a guy that, you know, could go in there. I mean, there's, there's like, I got like 10 or 15 names in my head of guys that, that would be in there. But um, I definitely think there's going to be some guys that fit your criteria, Ray, of what you're looking for with that mean streak. And, and I think they're, I think they're going to have a really good portal year. I think it's going to be very good. They're coming off a 93 season. They're state champs. Uh, they're very attractive. They're a top tier option for, 
for transfer portal guys. I think I don't think it's like last year where you had to really sell your vision of, of what your program is like to guys like Jared Verse and guys like that. I think the product's already been sold as far as what they've shown on the field. So it's going to be a high, I think, top tier type of of getting top tier talent. I think Michigan also falls in that category that they'll have a good chance of doing that. But I think FSU's right up there with the top tier teams of of what they can pitch and sell compared to a lot of programs around the country. Does it feel like there's – do you think there's more of a priority for defensive linemen or offensive linemen, Michael? I think it's both. I think it's uh, – I think offensive linemen, certainly they want to – I mean, they want to get like two to four guys because they're replacing several guys on there. Certainly I think you'll have Bless Harris back returning, but there's some guys on there that I think you're replacing several guys that are leaving. I think like Gibbons, uh, I want to say uh, Meech. Uh, there's several guys that you're losing uh, from – from the portal that you want to add in there with veteran guys, but also mix in your younger guys like Armella, Lloyd Willis, some really talented offensive linemen. I think with defense tackle, you know, you still have the Tafasi kid that's coming in there, Ayabiyami uh, Tafasi that oh, they got yeah. last year from the, the portal. He was under, uh, he had to go through an academic type of season and then he practiced and everything. And that's a guy I've heard they're, they're very high on. And then two, yeah, you, know, you have Derek Hunter in from the JUCO ranks. I think there's a really good shot FSU can get him uh, back at FSU, uh, and, and then I think they would probably like to add, if they could, another defensive tackle. If they don't get a guy like Jordan Hall, I could see them going after you know somebody in the portal. So I think both sides is 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 an areas that is going to be uh, you know guys that they focus on. Yeah, I mean, I I would think not to like digress or disagree with you, but. Now, I think defensive line has to be much more of a premium for them. I mean, I know they're losing Dylan and they're losing Dimitri. Those are yes. two big pieces of, of the mix. But, I mean, I think they like Kanaya. You know, give him 15 more bowl practices, a spring mm-hmm. practice, preseason camp. I mm-hmm. think he could be ready. Um, but, man, like they've – defensive line, man, they're, they're going to be decimated. If every if, if everyone leaves, man, like if, if Jared Verse and Fabian leave, uh, Robert Cooper's obviously gone. We like yeah. what Patrick Payton's been. Derek McClendon, you know, we need to see more out of him. But then, you know, what what are you going to roll out there with, you know, no offense to Joshua Farmer and, and Malcolm Raymond, but like who else? Like they need, they right. need a ready-made guy to, to roll right. in there. So. Right. And if you if you get a guy like Hunter that replaces one guy, you think he's going to be a productive guy. And then if you get another – I'm talking about mainly defensive tackles. I'm not talking about even the edge rushers. Yeah. Certainly there's going to be more guys. I think they would like to get two uh, from the edge rusher department. That, that really solidifies – your position there. Certainly they have some, a lot of young guys like Patrick Payton that they're, they're excited about, but certainly there's more that they can do, but yeah, there's more guys I would say from the defensive line than offensive line. But I think both of the positions or the sides itself are, are important for FSU in this portal action. I think we're going to see you know, around seven to 10 guys added in this, in this portal class. So certainly they're going to be a- active on both sides of the ball. All right. I don't want to keep throwing names. I mean, do you want me to throw names at yeah, you, Michael? No, it. no it's um, always – names are always good because that helps me check with these things later, guys. I might not have an answer for you, like, specifically right now, but um, I think there's going to be several guys in there. Uh, that Anytime you mention a name, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. What about Kyle Morlock? Kyle Morlock is a tight end that's from Shorter University, Division two, uh, Division two guy. He visited for the Florida game. I uh, certainly loved everything. He also visited, I think, Tennessee the following day. So he's got several factors. I think he's going to take official visit. He's going to officially visit FSU on December 9th. I think FSU feels pretty good about, you know, how things went on that visit. I think that's a guy that certainly fits everything they're looking for. Six, seven, certainly a lot of range as, as, as a pass catcher and, and certainly athletic out the boot. Um, so he had, he, he would be the exact thing they're kind of looking for from the portal and certainly that he's the guy they pushed the hardest for. So certainly he's their top you know, target that they want. Um, certainly added, I think, around maybe 11 or 12 offers right when he got in there. So he's, he's certainly going to be a coveted prospect. But the fact that FSU got an official visit already set up December 9th, that's certainly their top target as of now. Man, I just uh... – I, mean, I just typed in like on three transfer portal on Twitter and all these names are popping up. Of guys are just like, I can't believe all like, uh, my guy, the coldest Crawford from Nebraska is in the transfer portal. We yeah. just get because of his name, man. The coldest is the name. That's an um, awesome name. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks for the uh, question there, Mav. Thanks yep. again to our guy, Ray. Um, let's see. Ray. I mean, that's that's a little bit of the question. I mean, Ray, Sean, what's up, my boys? Love what you do, Michael. Uh, but when are we going to get a tight end? I mean, no, that's, that's what they're that's yeah. what they're working on, Rayshon. Uh, they've already worked on it, and even before it, December fifth hit, I don't think Kyle's going to be the only guy. They're going to get a tight end in this class. I mean, I feel very confident in the portal. They're going to get somebody that's a tight end because it doesn't look likely they're going to be able to get a guy in the high school rank. So I think, and I think even more so, they prefer a guy unless he's you know season ready at a high school. I think they want. You know, a proven explosive uh, tight end. That's the one thing this offense is missing. If you look at it, they run the ball really well. The receivers make plays. You got Johnny Wilson, Michael Pittman, all these guys making big plays, but you don't have a tight end that just really opens up those guys even more. I think that's what they want to change. They want to get an explosive tight end. I think with size, that's kind of important to them. So I think um, I think it's going to be a big deal to Tight end is a very important position for them to add. So I think they're going to add somebody, Rayshon. It's just who it is is really what we don't know yet. But certainly Kyle's just the start of, I think, uh, interest that FSU has in a lot of talented tight ends out there. Easy living, 247. Michael, who do you think can be an instant impact from Tribe 23? Oh, high school kids. All right. Let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I will start with the obvious. Um, I think guys like Dre Jacobs and guys like Hakeem Williams, I think those are two guys that I think are, are going to be instant impact type of players. Obviously, they're going to it's not going to be easy getting in that rotation. But I think uh, Dre just does stuff uh, explosively in the slot position that you know they don't have a lot of. Micah's, Micah's really good in catching slip screens and doing a really tough guy in the middle of the field. Does a lot of nice things, but what Dre gives you is is big time speed uh, and big time weapon, and then <clears throat> and then also with with Hakeem that speaks for itself. Guy's six five, runs like a gazelle, uh, just a freak of nature as far as the way he plays. So I think both of those guys, you know, should see somewhat an impact in in that offense. I think I think on the defensive side, um, we've talked about position of defensive end. I think Keldrick Falk could be a guy that you watch. He's going to enroll early. Um, certainly have a chance to come in there and, and get into the one, two deep, three deep uh, rotation. So I think he's a guy that could have a Patrick Payton type of, of year of, of impact. So, you know, those are a few guys that really uh, jump out to me. I think um, even a guy like Blake Nicholson at linebacker, I mean, it's not like a totally deep uh, group of linebackers. So you have linebackers there. So I think he could come in there and uh, certainly uh, – you'll get some reps and, and play a little bit. So those are guys that kind of stand out to me right now for early impact. Florida State currently 15th in the team rankings over on on three. Uh, shout out to the big homie over on the East Coast, our guy Khalil Young. Dollar, yeah. dollar bills, y'all. Thank you, Khalil. Thank you, Khalil. Michael, Jalen Brown, any other receivers they're pushing for in this day and age? I think Jalen's the top guy they want. I think Micah Mays is another one he visited. Uh, he's from Benjamin School over there in South Florida. He's another one they like a lot. They just haven't offered yet. I think they're waiting to kind of see what trickles with, with Jalen. If they feel like it's not going to happen with Jalen, I could see them you know, pivoting and, and offering Micah, and then I think there's a really good shot. You could you could see him. So I think they prefer to get a, a another, their fourth receiver from the high school ranks because – you already have, in my opinion, I think the guys you got last year, just about all of them are returning. I haven't heard anything to lead me to believe that, you know, Johnny Wilson, Michael Pittman, any of these guys are going to depart. So you already have a slid, slew of guys, but they're also going to look at the portal. If there's somebody in the portal that they feel is better, that explosive, they can come in there. Uh, certainly, I think that's the direction they go. But that, that's kind of where I sit with the wide receiver position, I think. They're seeing what's in the portal, but they're also, I think Jalen Brown's the guy they, they desperately want and they're pushing for. All right. What about, uh, do we know Isaac Smith? Yeah, Isaac uh, Smith, he's a D DB, four-star DB from Ottawa, uh over there in Mississippi, I think. Uh, um, he, he oh, Etiwamba, Etiwamba, Etiwamba. Yeah, Etiwamba. Yeah. So, so he visited last weekend for an official visit. Went really well. So could see himself fitting in there. I hear LSU is the team. Uh, I think FSU did a lot to to help their their case, but you know when LSU usually goes out their kids from Mississippi and Louisiana, it's a tough pull. So 
I think they're very much in the race. I think they're certainly in top two or top three. Um, but I haven't heard enough where I'm like, okay, I'm going to put him. I just lit, relit, uh, I just really I've revealed my ten to watch. I had him as others in the mix because I want to wait and see kind of how he comes down from that that visit of FSU. He still has official visits to Mississippi State and LSU as well. So I think that's a tough pull, but I think uh, they're very much in the picture. I think that's a guy that will certainly do an in-home with, and they definitely covet. They definitely want this kid in their class, but can they pull it off is really uh, just uh, what we're waiting on. Let's see what else we got here. Um, how about Jim? Jim's got nothing, man. Just, just got two American <laughs> dollar dollar bills, y'all. Let's get I some like great it. players. Go Knowles. I Absolutely. think everyone agree with that, Jim. I mean, I think FSU would agree with that, and and I think they are going to get some great players. I think this year going the portal was much different. The perception of of way recruits and transfers look at FSU. So I think. I think I said, like I said, I think they're going to be a top tier uh, destination for a lot of these, you know, top talented uh, transfers. Uh, the season definitely has that effect. And, and like I said, when you have seasons like that, it makes you a more coveted university and it makes you more coveted for 2023, makes you more coveted in transfer and definitely makes you even more coveted in 2024 for high school kids. So, yeah, I think they're going to get some great players. The Marvin Jones Jr. comes home. I don't know. We're just waiting. That's one of my major names I'm waiting on to enter for. I know some feel like, oh, well, he could be in the two deep next year with Georgia, but it doesn't matter if he feels if he's sold on what FSU's doing and he feels like, hey, you know what? That's a place I can go right in there. I love what they're doing. He already loved JP from the high school recruiting part. Norvell, he's really sold. I think really it was for, for Marvin, it was about at that time, he didn't know what FSU was going to be or where this was going or or how long it would take. And then I think now, you know, seeing that certainly he's a guy I'm going to keep an eye on. Does he leave? I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard that for sure he would leave, but if he hits the portal, my DEFCON level is going to five, not four, five, uh, as far as FSU. So that's definitely one I'm keeping an eye on. Our guy, Sage Parrish, uh, disagrees about Marvin Jones Jr., but the question, I mean, I think you've answered this multiple times, but it's yep. it's right up there with the uh, the receiver from Louisiana whose name will not be said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, is he coming, by the way? Um, would, they, would they go for Travis Hunter? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, if you asked me that question probably a month ago, I would say, you know, if assuming Dion, let's just assume Dion went somewhere you know, at a coaching job for a power five, would they go after Travis Hunter? I tend to now lean towards, I think they would. We need a DB, bro. I think they would. I think they would. Uh, I I get that perception of people I talk to from FSU circles that they, it's more likely they would. Now, Dion's got to leave and then we can kind of really get to that. But uh, I, I, like I said, I probably would have never, I definitely would have never said that last uh, season before the season started. I definitely, I wouldn't have said that probably two months ago, but I think now it's kind of, it's not out of the question. I think it's very uh, real uh, that they, they potentially could, could do it. I think there's several things that play here. Obviously Marcus Woodson has to feel good about it. Norvell has to feel good about it. If they're going to do it. Um, I know it sounds crazy um, just based on what he did uh, to them on signing day, but I think I, I think there's a possibility that they could do that if we get to that situation. All right, put that timestamp down, everybody. <laughs> I don't want to reward bad behavior, but I mean, Markevius is just hanging in the pocket and just swinging haymakers uh, all night. I think it's the third time he's uh, had a query about an Adam Hopkins, uh, Thomas County Central, right, the RPM, right. the recruit, the recruiting prediction machine, which is totally free at your disposal. Markevius thinks there's a 98% chance he goes to Auburn. Less than a 1% chance he comes to Tallahassee. But you're saying there's a chance. Is there? <laughs> I, I don't think he's a top priority to them. I just don't get that sense. Um, he's been to FSU several times. I think guys like Jalen Brown, Micah Mays, even Bryson Rogers committed to Ohio State. You know, I, I think there's more. Tra- I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well take somebody from the portal because I think there's better prospects that you could get out of that side. So and I and I don't hear his name a lot. Um, now he's a great player. I've went to see him a few times. I think Adam can play. 
certainly has nice wheels and in good body control. And certainly they play a bit DB and also wide receiver, but I don't hear anything with FSU. Um, supposedly he was going to commit to Auburn, but then he probably saw the coaching situation, the way it was going, but uh, certainly be a nice playmaker. Certainly not far from home. He loves FSU. Uh, I think FSU was the number one school early on, but as of right now, I have not heard anything of, of a pursuit or push from FSU yet. He's got some good tape though, man. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know he if does. Found he's playing tomato cans, but he's got some good tape. Uh, Jay Smith, how about a punter or a kicker? We need more bigger legs. <laughs> Everyone wants bigger legs. I mean, right? Uh, but uh, I don't hear any. I'll say the same thing I've said before. Like, I have not heard anything from the portal with a kicker. I have not heard anything where there's a high school kid that's just jumped. I mean, to get a high school kid, I think. Um, it's going to have to be elite dude. If you're going to put him on scholarship, you already have a guy on scholarship. Certainly Ryan looks a little still shaky. Uh, obviously had a miss in the Florida game. Didn't make a 46 yarder, but uh, I know the things are shaky there, but same time, <laughs> I think it's going to take somebody that's an elite elite kicker to put him on scholarship. And you usually don't have, you know, as long can talk about this more than I can you usually don't have two scholarship kickers on your roster that are kickers, not punters, but you usually have a punter and a kicker. So I just can't see them, you know, going out there and putting a scholarship on a kicker uh, when they've been so defiant on, hey, Ryan's our guy. You know, Ryan's our kicker. So I now could I see them sign like a, a very good uh, a PWO, preferred walk-on? Yeah, I could see that. Maybe there's somebody in the portal that maybe is attractive to them that they feel like, hey, this gives us a better chance that this guy's better. Yes, but that hasn't happened yet. So that's kind of where I'm at when a punter and kick. I think Alex is fine. I don't see any any situation there. All right. Yeah, they like Alex. Alex has got tread on the tire. Yep. Our guy Kevin's back. Serious question this time. Keldrick Folk. Uh, Falk, rather. Uh, solid, you think? He hears that yeah. Auburn sniffing around. No, oh, they've been sniffing around forever, he's, and he's taking visits there. But um, I, I put this nugget on the boards uh, earlier today that uh, Hugh Freeze obviously is the head coach now at Auburn. Uh, I think they also announced their defensive tackle uh, line coach is going to be a coach from Liberty who also coached at Ole Miss. Um, so I think the one I was concerned about is if they would bring back Rodney Gardner because Rodney played at Auburn. And I've heard that the Falk family has a pretty good relationship with him. I think he visited Tennessee early this year because of that relationship. But now that Garner's not going there, I think that's some good news for FSU. I think he's going to uh, sign with FSU with Falk. I think the mom really loves uh, what Norville is. They're, I heard they're big on faith, big on all those things. Uh, certainly, uh, she loves Norvell. The family loves Norvell. I just can't see now that that part is done. It would be very surprising to me to see uh, Falk go anywhere but FSU. And he's signing early. So I think he's just ready and he knows FSU is the place he wants to be. And uh, so, yeah, they have been sniffing around, but that's been going on all year. But um, I think um, I think he's going to end up at FSU. I feel pretty good that he's going to sign with the Knowles. All right. I was going to ask you if he's an early enrollee, but you already answered the question. So we're yep. on, we got ESP, man. We're just communicating without communicating. There you go. Uh, Travis is here, everybody. Let's rejoice. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Thank you, Travis H. Good day, gentlemen. Do you think Levi Bell could be a potential target? He's a defensive lineman out of Texas State. Third team All-American, I think, Travis says. Appreciate y'all. Deuces. Yeah, I will check on that, Travis. I don't. I haven't heard that name. That I've heard it vaguely uh, around the FSU circles, but I haven't heard he's a guy that they're pursuing or, or have pursued or or plan to pursue. Yeah. He's just a name that I've heard brought up, but um, certainly uh, he's a name I will check on. That's why I love when you guys bring in names. Cause it helps me check on the uh, certain guys and I can check and say, okay, that's not happening <coughs> or it is happening. So um, I will certainly check on that for you, Travis. Careful when searching for Levi bell, everybody, cause your, uh, your autofill might want to take over. And apparently there was some, uh, some serial killer in, England, like the last name Levi Bellingham or something, and it just totally took me there. It was a little bit scary there, but we're here now. Uh, pretty good grades, though. Look at that, man. Wow, 92.6 grade out. Sunbelt, Sunbelt is uh, 
one power five game or yeah, one power five game Baylor, not as high of marks, but um, maybe someone to potentially keep an eye on. Uh, thanks for the question though, Travis. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's go back to Kyle. Michael, some of these recruiting rankings are fraudulent. What team shouldn't be ranked higher than Florida State in the team rankings right now? I'll pull that up here, Michael. Bear with me. Okay. Yeah. Florida yeah. State fifteenth again right now uh, when it comes to this stuff. Um, let's see here. There's, there's some good teams there, but I'm sure we can pick apart a couple of them. Okay. Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Texas, LSU, the Gators, Miami, OU. Uh, wow, OU's got two five stars. What's up with that? Clemson, Tennessee, Oregon's got two five stars. Wow. How about Penn State? We should have a better. We should have a better class in Penn State. Anything jump out to you, Michael? I mean, you're talking about you're talking about opinions on on. Uh, he said, "Oh, the rankings are fraudulent." I mean. They're ranking what these kids are, you know, as far as opinions. So I think I think I I think I could pick apart Clemson. I could pick apart, you know, even though Oklahoma has two five stars, but I could pick apart some of the things in there. I think some of the guys might be rated a little bit higher than I would rank them. Um, So uh, I think they have uh, all these teams in the top 15, I think all have some solid prospects as far as across the board. But how you how much higher they are is kind of you know, it's kind of subjective of, of the way you look at it. I think even, even I mean, there's just, Macari it's hard Vickers to just, Oklahoma? yeah, 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 he's oh, there. Jeez. Jeez. I, I, I think all these teams, I mean, I can make a case like how I could put FSU to 12, you know, compared to where they are at 15. So, you know, based on what I see from the class FSU has, but I, I think this is all subjective, really. Uh, get down. You could, I could argue, I could switch these rankings around. If I did my way, I think uh, there'd be a, a slight change, but a lot of these teams, you know, they all have good players, you know, on paper. Um, but that's, that's really it. It's on paper opinions. That's, that's really all it is. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Ray Pereira wonders aloud, do we really need Cedric Baxter? Ray, you got to read my 10 to watch. It's right there. It's like everything from the front page. It's got everything uh, tells you about the chance. I, I still think they're uh, very much in the picture. Now, is it going to be easy to turn a guy uh, from Texas? No. Texas had a pretty good year. Uh, certainly, he committed there for a reason. Um, but he's very much excited about FSU. He's very much excited about this running game. He's very much excited about what Norvell's doing. He grew up an FSU fan. He committed to FSU for a reason as well. Norvell's going to do an in-home with, with him. They're going to push. They're going to they're do several in-homes with him. So it's not over. It, until they stop returning your calls, it's definitely, you're very much in the picture. And, and that certainly hasn't happened. I think uh, certainly uh, FSU is very involved. And, and if he was going to flip, I think it would be to FSU. Uh, I will say that. And really, it's just uh, 
you know, keep pushing what your what your team's doing, what your program is, and seeing if that fits everything Cedric wanted to see. Cedric visited them unofficially, then he visited them officially for I think the Clemson game. So tells you about the interest level that Cedric had. I don't think it should be like, oh, now do we do they really need Baxter? No, they don't need him, but he's a five star and and he would certainly drastically continue to give your program a big lift as far as that running back room. A running back room looks really good. And you, know, you got Kasaya Holmes. You got, I think, I think all of them are going to return uh, next year. Uh, I don't think there's any guy that will leave, but although Trey Benson is a, you know, a, a possibility, but I think, uh, I think he's an extra, but he's an extra that you want because he's a five-star explosive back. I mean, any chance you got a chance to get a five-star that's in state, uh, certainly you want to go try and get it and get it done. I think what's attractive about FSU with Baxter is the fact that FSU uses three or four backs. I don't, I don't, I've watched Texas a little, they seem to be more, they run by John Robinson a lot. Um, I don't see a lot of other guys where they're, um, they're mixing in guys. It's certainly the way FSU does. I think that's an attractive thing to Cedric, obviously running backs are, a premium so you don't want to wear them down we see that in the nfl every year where now teams are running two backs almost every team because those uh the NF- those backs in the nfl have a short timeline as far as in the nfl because you just get beat up so much so i think that's an attractive thing to cedric along with the other things so i think they're very much in there right. our guy derek we're going to put up here on the screen because first off he's a loyal uh, War Chance subscriber as well as the podcast. Probably going to need some names though, Derek. Unless you know off the top of the head who he's referring to here, Michael. But he's I do. All right, <laughs> linebacker from USF. Yeah, that's uh, pulling it up right now because I already have everything you know pulled up on these transfers. Um, the guy he's referring to is I'll go through all of them actually, um, but. The first guy he's referring to is linebacker Antonio Greer. Uh, like I said, guys, transfer prospect tracker update on the PRB. It's got everything you want. I cover these guys every five minutes. He's a prospect I've heard there's interest in. Um, certainly, I think he had a year where he had 90 tackles. I don't know what his PFF is. Maybe uh, you know Aslan can pull that up. He's originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Certainly, there'll be ties. I'm sure, assuming with with Alex Atkins, who's really good in that area. Certainly a guy that's a physical linebacker, can move well side to side. I think he just fits everything, kind of what FSU would look for. So that's certainly, I think, a guy that they would covet. I think the other guy he mentioned was Rhode Island offensive tackle, a Johnny Cornelius. Um, he's the guy that I feel like's the best guy, at least from FSU's perspective, that's uh, that's going to be entering the portal. Offensive tackle, really good, six foot five, 310 pounds. He is he is really good. Uh, I think uh, his PFF grades are in the 90 range. Uh, Aslan can look that up as well. He's originally from New York. They like him. I've heard I heard that's a guy that that I expect a pursuit for. I think that's going to be a target for FSU. And then um, see if I, I get don't this see right. it. I don't see a Johnny Cornelius. And the only Antonio Greer I saw was a kid from Navy who has no grades. No, he's on there, but uh, he entered the portal so. Right. But uh, and then the last guy uh, that he was referring to is uh, Casey Roddick. I, I he actually piqued my interest when I saw him in their portal. So I checked on a few things like, yeah, I think FSU, that's a guy that that would pique their interest as well. More so a guard, powerful run blocker, really good run blocker, certainly would add a lot to to that position. Um, tight weight escapes me right now, but um, I think maybe Aslan can look that up. But. Maybe He's a guy. On now, man. I'm not. I'm not your data analyst, champ. <laughs> hey, I'm breaking down this stuff, but on the board. So, but I, I overall, I think that's a guy that that I think they would be intrigued by and probably take a, a solid look at to see kind of if he fits their system. So those, I would say, the Roddick and the Rhode Island guy are two guys that I've got on my monitor that I'm monitoring um, that could be a guy to watch. Uh, by the way, by, by the way, on Roddick, he played in 38 career games. He had 26 starts at Colorado. So certainly a guy with a lot of experience. And we've certainly seen that with FSU, that the offensive linemen they go after, I think, experience and, and 
and productivity is, is something they value uh, when they look at offensive line. I, I think it showed with the product FSU put on the field this year, the way they ran the ball for seven straight games, 200 yards. I think it tells you that product is important to them when they look at these things. Who's the kid from Rhode Island? What's his name? His his name oh, is, is hang on you said a Johnny Cornelius, which is fine. I couldn't find that, but I no, found it. it's a yeah. Johnny. A Johnny. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a Johnny Cornelius. A Johnny. So it helps if we have names spelled out, everybody. Your guy here, yep. I'm not a I'm not yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a fine reader. I can't, you know, you give me a name <laughs> John, I'm gonna spell it J O H John. I'll give you something added to the beginning of it. But it's all right. We're we're figuring it out together. It's what we do here on the show. Uh he's a wow, he's a large human being. Yeah, he is. Funny guy. Really so, uh, shout out to him, 6'5", 310 from Harlem. Let's go. Let's go, man. All right, let's try to get caught up here. Lots and lots and lots okay. of questions here. A uh, reminder quickly, though, hit the thumbs up. We certainly would appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, no one's going to follow you or anything. Uh, we just want to know uh, this guy. We're going to get rid of this guy here. See you, dude. Um, yeah, hit the thumbs up. We certainly would appreciate it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Sends out everybody. Uh, Ajay Harrell? Do we know this guy? That's yeah. a new one to me. That's a, that was a new one to me, Lamar. I have to check on that. I'll, I'll put that in my 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 head and uh, and, and check on him. Um, what about Al Blades Jr.? You think? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, I think they want uh, probably somebody that's a little more productive um, uh, for defense back. They've really gone to, you know, productivity has been a big deal as well with DB. I think they want to have guys that either have experience or, or certainly can certainly help them on the field uh, with productivity. And Al has played, but I haven't heard anything with Al since he entered the portal today. So uh, I'm still checking. Broadly speaking, I think linebacker might be something they need to look into. Uh, agree, disagree? Any names out there, Michael? Well, just the kid I mentioned earlier at the start, Antonio Greer. That's a guy that I've heard. That's the first one I've heard from USF. Uh, had a really good year uh, the previous year, not this year. I think this year he had a lot of stuff going on, something to do with the family, with the death of the family. So he didn't play a lot of games. But the year before, he was he led the team in tackles, 90, 90 tackles, uh, you know, so uh, certainly he's a guy that I think is going to be on their radar that that could possibly they look into. But we'll get more names as it comes. I think December 5th, there'll be a lot more names as far as the linebacker position. I think they're looking to add one if they could at the linebacker position, a guy that is really kind of Tatum Bethune like where not so much the skill, but just the productivity. I think that's what they're kind of looking for from the linebacker position that they can just plug in there and it will really help their their program. So proud of myself for finding him finally. Oh, I spelled go. Greer. I spelled Greer wrong. But you figure like something would have popped up. Because uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, there was an Antonio Greer, G R E E R, from Navy. Uh, there's there's names everywhere. I, was, I got so many names. This is madness. This is I got them through my head. Just they're nonstop. And I love it, but it, it drives you crazy sometimes just figuring it out. I'm going to ask you names I know. Ruben Bain, Josh Morris wonders about. Yeah, it's Ruben's okay. Ruben's a guy that they're working. Uh, I think they're going to do a, a several in-home visits with him. I think the hope for FSU, and this is the key to it, is that they can secure an official visit when they go over there and see Ruben again. Certainly, uh, Norvell will go over there and uh, meet with him. Uh, certainly, they're working on that. I think I think Auburn's slipping in that race because of uh, they. I think they lost the the guy that was a tight end coach over there, and he had that. That was the guy they had connections with. So the, Auburn was very high on his list, but now I think they're probably slipping. So it's more Miami, Alabama, and Florida state. So I think it's really that, that official visit. If FSU gets an official visit, they are very much going to be, you know, a major factor in that thing. I would lean towards Miami right now, but I think, I think, I think really the official visit is the key for Ruben Bain. I know everyone just wants to chalk them up to Miami. Forget about it. Don't get your hopes up. As, as Briley says, I get it, Briley. I get it, dude. But, he is very attractive to FSU. He's very attractive to what they do with Miami Central players. Very attractive to the production of what they've done on the defensive line this year. So I think the official visit is a big key for FSU to have a chance to pull it off. All right. What about our guy from Key West? 
Southernmost point, Christopher Otto, Michael. Feel very good about Christopher. He's going to officially visit FSU on December, I want to say December 16th, if I believe. Uh, I think I think a commit could come down then. Um, ironically, visited, I think, Stanford officially this weekend while David Shaw was retiring oh. from, from Stanford. So I think that was the biggest threat. I've already put in a RPM pick for FSU. So I feel really good about kind of where FSU sits in that one. So you get him, and then I think they would like to add one more high school or JUCO uh, in the class and then really focus everything else on the portal. But I think things look pretty good for Otto. Uh, Jaron, go scrub back like three minutes, champ. Uh, Michael talks about the Colorado offensive line. Casey Roddick, Jaron. It's already it's in there. All, it's, it's definitely all. a guy that they would uh, be active with, So, or, or I think look into. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. It's Tom Ortner, a.k.a. Orts. Ortner, big JCS guy, podcast guy. Shout out, Tom. Five bucks. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Is there enough talent in the state of Florida, Michael? for four power five colleges to be happy as well as Tom Herman now at FAU and maybe Deion Sanders at USF. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a big state. Uh, Gus, Florida. us in Orlando. Don't, don't be sipping on Gus y'all. Yeah. Gus is good too. Gus is the one that's the hottest really. But uh, yeah, I think there's definitely plenty of talent to go around. Florida is one of the biggest States in anywhere, you know, so you know, they're going to have uh, certainly a lot of talent. There's always talent to come out of just about every area. You go to the Panhandle, Central Florida, Southwest Florida. South Florida obviously has a ton of kids. Even Tallahassee has some nice kids uh, there. So I think every area has a ton of kids. So I don't think it's going to be a problem that there's going to be spread around. Now, certainly the bigger, bigger name schools like, you know, the Floridas, mainly the Florida and Florida State, certainly Miami for now. But if Miami keeps looking the way they're looking, I think that will certainly tamper off. But I think definitely Florida and Florida State, I think they're going to get certainly uh, they're going to be up there for a lot of these kids when they see what FSU and Florida are doing on the field. Even though Florida lost to FSU, I, th I thought they certainly represent themselves. They didn't embarrass themselves uh, in that Florida State game. So certainly things they've done during the season is going to attract uh, recruits. But um, I think, yeah, there's plenty of talent, I think, to go around for all these schools. Yeah, man, I, was, I thought we were going to smash them, uh, but I'm not complaining. It's fine. We won. That's all that matters. But I, I thought Florida State was going to absolutely decimate them. And it, You know, the funny thing about that game is, and, and this is kind of the next step for FSU is, and this is like the third time this has happened this year, FSU got a two-score lead. They had a chance. To get, they get a stop there. Then they get another touchdown. There's 21, and I felt like then it would be a blowout train. They had that three different times. NC State, 17-3. Then against uh, LSU, they had the same thing. They couldn't put them away. So that's kind of the next step in the maturation period with FSU is is really putting their foot on their necks and really just destroying teams and finishing them off. But win's a win. It's a win over Florida. You haven't done that in three years. So celebrating old fans, that's a big one. State champs, and uh, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Yeah. Well, they destroy the teams that are kind of like – Below yep. their weight class, which, is, which right. is great. Not a lot of teams do that. But, yeah, you right. know, uh, when they went, you know, knuckle up against somebody that was kind of maybe in their neighborhood, uh, yep. a little bit closer. But whatever. Nine dubs. Nine dubs is yep. good. Uh, Kenny was asking about the guy from uh, Rhode Island. How much time does he have left? According to PFF, his draft eligibility or Johnny Cornelius is 2025. Right. 20, so that's two years. Two years, it sounds like. So. Uh, there you go. Check that out. Just dominating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of green. The, a lot of green. The CAA, <laughs> the Colonial Athletic Conference is where uh, Jared Verse is from. So, yep. A lot of good players. I, I, mean, I mean, I think that's the thing, too. As long as I think people get carried away when they see these four and five stars in the portal and they're just focused on the four or five stars. But really, it's just about talent. Like, it doesn't matter where they're from. I mean, Jared Verse showed that. You know, it's like, you get talent. I know it's more attractive to get somebody from Georgia uh, than it is somebody from Albany, but uh, I think people need to focus on the talent itself and what their product looks like compared to, you know, kind of, you know, hey, are they from Texas A&M or something? You know, it's like, yeah, they're playing better competition, but are they playing? You know, are they producing? It's not like Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine was producing at Georgia. He just wasn't on the field every every snap. So, 
I think sometimes as fans, you kind of get carried away of, of who the school is they're leaving. Jaron, my buddy, uh, go to the beginning of the show. Scrub all the way back near the beginning. Uh, Jordan Hall, you'll see a, a photo yep. on the screen. You'll know that's when we start talking about and, it. And, Jaron, I covered him in the 10 to watch. So if you click on our story, I got everything you want to know uh, as far as uh, where that recruitment stands. Jordan. All right. Jordan Noon is here, man. There we go. We got some juice back here in the program. We like juice. We like to juice. We like programs. We like all of it. Uh, as my soundboard is not available, which what is going on? That is unbelievable, Michael. Can you believe <laughs> okay. it? Oh man, it's a psych. heartbreaker. <laughs> psych. Thank you, Jordan. That's awesome, man. Twenty bucks in the jar. That's cool, man. Thank you. I know people have asked already, Michael, but what are we thinking about our future at safety since Jamie Robinson has gone and most likely Akeem, well, I don't know about Akeem Dent. Most yeah, likely. I think I saw, saw that. I was like, I think Akeem's coming back. But I, I think uh, they're certainly going to, you know, like I said, DB is a guy, is a position in the portal. That I think they'll aggressively uh, uh, attack. I, I think uh, we saw that last year while they loaded up so many because guys like that get hurt. Uh, we saw that throughout the year. Uh, I think they're going to add multiple guys, and 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 certainly, I think, I think their goal, if they could, is get one more high school kid at safety, and I think if they could get a portal kid from the safety, I think they would feel pretty good, you know, about that. But uh, you know, it could be two safeties from the portal. I don't know, but uh, certainly going to draft, uh, certainly going to address, you know, the defensive back and say that safety position. I, I'm not pre uh, privy on what their total roster looks like as far as that safety or who's playing what. But I, I think it's certainly going to be a position that they've heavily focused on. They got Kenton Kirkland, Jabril Rawls, Quindarius Jones. So they got some guys coming in. And yes, I know they they're do. not transfer guys, but, you know. Right. They're addressing it. We like Shaheem. So yes. Yes. hopefully they'll be able to figure it on out. Um, What else have we got here? JQ Hardaway, Cincinnati. I would check. I'll check on that uh, for you, Vontae. I I have not heard his name mentioned in my FSU circles, but I will check on JQ Hardway. Uh, see if I hear anything. I have not heard anything yet. I I like I, I like what I see on that question. Though six three DB, I like that. Uh, if he's good, but I would have to check on him to see uh, what his situation is and kind of where. Uh... Jeez, my computer's coming, falling apart. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> So just saying, uh, I would have to check on him. All right, apologize, Michael. You're you're in such a good groove, and then I show up. He's from Phoenix City, Alabama. Oh, his, okay. uh, profile is him at six three one eighty five. But hey, that's good enough, man. Six three six three. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, that'll hunt. And so will this. Oh, hey, let's go. Let's go, James. What? Thank you, James. James B. Also here. He's got a uh, he's got a decal next to his name, which Ray Prayer does as well. Yes. Pillars. Pillars. When you show up at two official events, you get a tomahawk, Michael. Oh, tomahawk. yeah. That's yeah. nice. James That's B.'s the man. James B.'s the man. Which is crazy. James B.'s a subscriber to Warchant.com forever, but he like rarely posts on Warchant. But anytime there's something on YouTube, man, our guy is diving in. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, shout out to James. Sorry, guys, late to the party. Just reading all the Baxter talk. Mm -hmm. IMO, in my opinion, definitely a guy we need to flip. Yeah, you know, from a position standpoint, I would disagree with James. Like, no, I don't think they need to flip him. From a national perspective of getting a guy in state that's a five-star, yeah, that's big. Uh, you get a five-star, other players are going to take notice. We've seen that throughout the year with – Hakeem Williams, uh, certainly they got Brock Glenn, uh, you know, a quarterback, uh, you know, because of the offense. But um, I love – I mean, CJ is one of my favorite kids to deal with. Uh, great kid, phenomenal kid, great talent. I think it, it depends on how you view it, James, as far as position – or as far as what FSU has. I'm telling you guys, you guys are going to love Kaziah Holmes. Like, love, love, love this kid when you watch him play. So they're pretty full at running back, but you can never have enough when you get a five-star. So from a five-star perspective and the perceptive that you would get from getting a guy like that, I agree with James. So it's just the way you look at it. 
You know, Michael, I think you need a notepad. Um, our guy just Derek just keeps cranking out some names. <laughs> Stephen Heron Jr. from Louisville, Kentucky, currently yes. at Stanford. Yes, I remember him. I actually remember. Very sharp kid. Obviously, he went to Stanford, so so you're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of pub. I think he's originally from Kentucky. Yeah, he said he's from Louisville. Yeah. Um, so I have not heard anything with him uh, yet, but I do know people around Stephen that I will check on. Uh, they see if kind of there's any you know interest with FSU. Certainly, uh, I, one thing I remember about him is he's a very athletic tight end. He's very athletic, so certainly could be a guy that 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 catches their attention. What's his, what's his uh, height and weight on there? Six, four. Yeah, that'll work. Um, so yeah, certainly a, a guy that I think, um, you know, would intrigue them. So I will check on um, Herring and see what I can find out, Derek. Next up, it's a buck, which I wonder if he's a subscriber to warchant.com and, and joined when it was just a buck or if he's just a Buccaneers fan. We'll never know. We'll never know. But he does ask about, a Rivaldo oh. Fairweather out of FIU, Mackie Watchlist, 6'5", 245, PFF not very kind uh, to Rivaldo. Yeah. But is that anybody you've heard of, Michael? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Um, Not lately. Um, not That's kind of a new name to me. Um, uh, certainly FIU was good to FSU with uh, our boy uh, Taylor. But, uh, um, yeah, Devontae Love. But uh, I would have to check on that. It's a new one to me. I have not heard that. Really, the only tight end I've heard was, uh, you know, the Kyle kid from Shorter University. But a lot of that's going to change, as I said. But I will look into that one for you. Um, it's a buck. Is that his name? It's a buck. Is that his it's name? It's okay. a buck, brother. It's uh, a- either way, I'll check on that for you. Uh, Tony Greco wonders, do you think this is the last big portal class for Mike Norvell? And then he can just cherry pick three or three. I think he's saying like maybe take three each year uh, from the portal. I guess that's what I think that's what Tony's saying. But I mean, I think I think it really just depends on the roster, what the roster looks like or what you what you're going to do. I think the odds are. In the next two years, yes, I think they're going to be at a point where, you know, you only take three or four from the portal. It will lessen because you'll get more high school kids. You'll get what you need. Um, but it really just depends on the roster, Tony, of what it looks like. I think for this year, certainly this is needed. But I think uh, one more year of this is um, – I don't think it's going to be the 9 and 10 range, you know, the following year. But I do think it's still going to be fairly high with 5 to 7. Taylor Mide, Hakeem, early enrollee, question mark. Absolutely. Early enrollee will be here uh, very early. So that's a big deal, too. Uh, and for those that haven't looked, if you go on the PRB, I pinned and talked about every single guy of when they're early enrolling and when they're signing. So if you go on there, Taylor, you can see everything you, you want to see about every guy that could be a possible early enrollee or, or when they're possibly signing. I didn't know that. When did you start doing that, Michael? You overachiever. I did that last week. You know, I, I we we were we had so much stuff going on that I just felt like you know I got to go ahead and post this on there because people we got so much content going on. I prob my story on that probably is not going to get up. So let's go ahead and knock that out now. As you can see, all of them are on there. I've listed every single one. If you even scroll all the way to the bottom, I even went over some targets that aren't committed to FSU yet. Ooh, when they... sure not... Oh, they got to pay for that, Michael. Ooh, look at all that. Ooh, look at all that. Ooh, that's <laughs> a lot of scrolling, Mike. That's a lot of scrolling. Yeah, so put a little bit of everything in there for you guys. I'm working hard for you. So this is this is a paycheck time for me. So I got to put. I got to give you guys a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to find the question. I lost it here. I need to start. There Uh-oh. we go. Um, I'm going to flip it to Lifer. Mm-hmm. Um, who's leading the charge? For Tribe 2023, Michael, like who's the guy that's calling everybody and, and 
trying to get everybody on board. I think the three guys that jump out to me are is Keith Sampson, defensive tackle from New Bern, North Carolina. He's been very active from the start. He kind of kept it together when Chris Parson left. I think he really pulled everyone together. It's like, hey, we got to do this, get it done. And I think I think the other other one was Hakeem Williams. He was a big deal. He really worked on so many guys on the offensive side of the ball. And then now Hakeem has his tag team partner, Brock Glenn. I think Brock's the guy that's really active with a – a lot of people, Brock told me he's going to especially have a list this week. So I think the two guys on offense would be, you know, certainly Brock Glenn and Hiking Williams. And then Keith Sampson's been the guy that's really aggressively pushed for for other guys and certainly uh, helped recruit and put things together. And even guys that are, you know, not committed to FSU, he's went out there and, and made sure they felt comfortable and had a relationship with them. And really just uh, those are the main guys that I hear that have been working on it. Let's see what else we got here. Ms. Gordon, Aslan, ask hey. Michael, the quarterback Tate Rodemaker and Malik McLean and Johnny Wilson. And no, no, Ms. Gordon, who would tell you that? Speak no. 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 Kenny Hayden. I know that Cam Davis is a 2024 kid, but do you guys think he sticks uh, by the time he comes out of high school? I do. Uh, I would have, I was a little, I kind of held this to myself that I was kind of worried about how the season would go. And then that impacting Cam, even though Cam said, Hey, I don't care if there's a coach change, I'm going there. But I think it's a big deal when you talk about, you know, looking normal and competitive to the top 10 teams in the country. And I think that's what FSU did. Certainly them beating LSU, I think set the tone. Then they then they later beating Florida, and then certainly even all the games they lost, they were very competitive, and I think that was really what Cam was looking for. So as long as there's not a some kind of massive just complete fall off, I think Cam's going to sign with FSU. I feel pretty good about it. I think I think he's been adamant about you know his feelings about FSU. I know he's visited other places. But I just I feel really good about you know where FSU's now. Now that the season's gone the way it is, I really feel like FSU is in a, a premier shot, and I expect him to sign with FSU. If they were in the same class, would you rather have Cam Davis or Cedric Baxter? Ooh, that's tough. Um, they're both really good. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, I would probably lean a little bit towards Cedric uh, just because I I just love just different things that Cedric can do as as far as his speed and and they love speed in this offense. Uh, Cedric's got some big wheels, but I would slightly lean towards Cedric. But I love both of them. They're all they're all awesome. Mav's been hanging around for thirty minutes asking about this guy. CJ Blocker. Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, what you think about him, Mike? He's a name I know. Um, I have not heard that. Um, like he he's the guy that they've been active with recruiting him. But there hasn't been really a, you know, definitive like he hasn't said an official visit to FSU and all that stuff. That's what I'm kind of waiting on. But uh, he's certainly a guy, you know, they they certainly have their eyes on. Uh, but as far as a leader, I don't think there's a ton going on. I think he's just kind of taking the the recruiting approach uh, kind of slowly and just not in a rush. But certainly a guy they're they're intrigued in and interested in. They want to get for you know, later down the road an official visit. I don't think I'm legally allowed to answer this question, but if somebody in the comments wants to holler at a guy, Kenny, and let him know the answer to his question, that'd be super cool. That'd be better than you hitting a like button or maybe yep. even giving us uh, a tip. Yep. Uh, post it in the comment section. Let our guy, Kenny, know. Um, all right, Michael, we've had an hour. Uh, mm -hmm. These people probably want to hang around here all night talking to you. <laughs> cool, but I'm going to uh, go have dinner. Got my Christmas tree today. Went to Tom's. There you go. I got to put lights and everything on. I'll probably have to wait till tomorrow because it's dark out already. Uh, we'll take last one, I guess, here from Travis H. Elijah Judy. Any intel? Uh, is that Jerry's brother? Uh, I don't know that. I don't know that. Um, uh -huh. But but I haven't. I mean, he's committed. He was he he went to oh, Texas A&M. He's, he's from Philadelphia. Or okay, like so from Texas He committed Texas A&M. Didn't work out for him. I have not heard anything about him, but I have heard another one from Texas A&M today. I put this on my transfer thing. I want to say Tamice. Is that how you say his name? And then um, I want to make sure I get his last name right. Let me pull this up, guys. 
So I don't want to. I don't want to screw it. I don't, don't want to screw it up. Tamais Adelaya, you know, uh, spelled A D E L E Y E. That's how you spell his last name. He just entered the portal today. That's a guy FSU has been after in the previous uh, before, as far as recruiting him. Alabama was on him pretty high too, as well as Texas. So I think that's a guy that I think would intrigue him. I have not heard anything with Judy, but so that see that's what I do, Travis. I couldn't answer your question there, give you anything good with the other guy, but I gave you somebody else. So I think that's a guy that I think FSU would be interested in. So Derek Hunter's not at College Station; he's at a JUCO. Yes, he's at Heinz CC. Oh, uh, shout out Raymond, Mississippi, stand up! That was my backyard, man. Heck yeah! Yeah. Yep. The Eagles, the Eagles. All right, that's a wrap for us. Again, if you get the thumbs up on the way out, that would be really appreciated. Yep. Almost as appreciated as our good guys, uh, James B., Jordan Newton, Tom Ortner, our guy Derek Adams, Travis H., Jim, Khalil, Ray Pereira. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate it. Michael, what go- should people do if they want more recruiting? They're, they're not done. They want more recruiting. What should they do? Guys, we got a tons of stuff. I'll go to the front page. You'll see, or, or actually go to the PRB. It's even easier. Tend to watch us on there. Uh, as you guys already saw, the early enrollees, I, I put them in there. We even did a, a story on um, several guys. I think uh, Austin's going to get up with Lucas Simmons tonight since he's locked in now. So he's good to go. So I think we're have tons of stuff. Uh, transfer portal updates. I went through several of these guys. So we got a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot more stuff coming up, especially that December 5th. We're going to we're going to go portal crazy. We're going to get as much coverage as we can for you guys and and knock it out of the park and, and give you everything that you could think of or what you want from the transfer portal and high school. So you got official visits coming up in December. So there's going to be some key weekend, big weekends for FSU on the 9th and 16th for December. So mark that on your calendars. We're going to have a lot of coverage of those guys coming in. There's going to be a lot of official visitors, which includes portal kids and high school kids. So now's the time to be a card of uh, War Chant, man. You want to be there, guys. We're going to have a ton of stuff coming up. I can't say anything more than that. He's Michael Lanks. I'm Aslan Hajavandi. Thanks for tuning in. Again, if you could have the thumbs up on the way out, that'd be really appreciated. All the questions that you have, you might just join us right now in the last minute or two. You can scrub all the way to the back. You can rewind. Watch it on demand. That's how it rolls. He's Michael and Aslan again. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, We'll see you later.